0: Today's episode is sponsored by More Labs. More Labs offers vegan and gluten free supplements with proven ingredients to help you fight everyday stressors. Hangovers can be rough. Morning recovery is designed to reduce the negative effects after drinking and boost your body's natural response to post alcohol recovery. Aqua plus probiotics and Aqua plus immunity are hydration mix options to help with gut health or immune health. Lacking energy? Check out Liquid Focus, a better-for-you energy drink that's designed to boost focus and provide clean, smooth energy. Sleep is the key to the best version of yourself. So try Dream Well, a holistic shot made to help you fall asleep quickly and give you a better night's rest. Can't decide? The Life Hack Pack is a variety pack containing their morning recovery, liquid focus, and dream well. Use the code GJWT to get 20% off when you check out at morelabs.com. That's GJWT at morelabs.com.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Today's episode, we will be covering our favorite fall-time beverages, best Halloween movies, and the Girl to Girl segment, Keeping the Creative Juices Flowing.
0: Hello everyone, I'm Diana. And I'm Naomi. And this is Girls Just Want to Thrive. It's a lifestyle podcast where we talk to women who are thriving not only in their careers, but in life. We'll discuss
1: current and relevant topics in beauty, wellness, dating and relationships, and self-care.
0: We would love for you to join our new community for uplifting women from all walks of life.
1: Don't forget to follow or subscribe to be the first to hear new episodes every week. All right, since it's fall time, you know what we need to talk about. Our favorite fall time beverages. Yeah. So we've pulled together a list that uh, includes alcoholic and non-alcoholic options. I mean, probably with any of these, you could add alcohol to if you wanted to. (laughs) But. <laughs> I was going to say that
0: <laughs> if you're that desperate, yes, you can add alcohol. But <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to
1: list off some of our favorites and then maybe some ones that we've come across le- recently on social media or something that we'd like to try or that sounds interesting.
0: Yes. So what's your first beverage you like, alcoholic?
1: Oh, a, a good alcoholic one that's yummy for fall or just really Colder weather in general um, is mold wine. So it incorporates like a fruity red wine with brandy or port, and you add in some citrus wedges and different spices like cinnamon, nutmeg, and some other spices. It just depends on what you're in the mood for, and there's tons of recipes on there. But all of those items are put together in a pot, and you heat them, and so you drink the beverage warm.
0: But it's mold wine. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. I've never heard of that. I think
1: it's more so an old school thing, but I'm a sucker for anything that has cinnamon or nutmeg in it. And this just being Mm. a wine based drink is a bit different than your typical fall drinks.
0: I have to say my first one has to be a vanilla latte, like a coffee, obviously, but hot since it's getting chilly and cold mm. outside. So that has been my jam probably for a couple of years is like a nice warm vanilla latte.
1: Absolutely. You can't go wrong with a vanilla latte from anywhere, really. It doesn't even matter.
0: Yeah, my favorites from Starbucks. Of course.
1: Well, going on that trend of coffees and from Starbucks, my favorite yet super basic pumpkin drink would have to be the Starbucks pumpkin cream cold brew. It's just all around amazing. And even though it's cold, for some reason, drinking it during the cold season doesn't doesn't matter like doesn't have an effect like I would stand outside while it's snowing if I have one of those coffees it is so yummy but definitely on the sweeter side so just forewarning and if you haven't tried it yet like what are you doing you need to try it. I haven't <laughs> tried it
0: because I'm not. A, Dana, what are you doing? I know, I'm not a huge fan of pumpkin. I don't see the big oh. deal. I'm just like, calm down, everyone. Yes, it's pumpkin spice season, but let's settle down. <laughs>
1: so I think that you need to try this one. Okay, it's very different than the pumpkin spice latte.
0: Hmm.
1: My fiance is not a fan of cinnamon, any like frufty coffees, flavored coffees, and he's addicted to those now. Okay. I've
0: created a monster. Next time I go to Starbucks, <laughs> I'll try it.
1: Yes. You can get it in a small or a tall that way in case you
0: don't like it. Okay. It, you're not wasting as much. Right. You know? My next one is a chai latte. It's so I knew you good. were going to say that. I love it. <laughs> I love chai latte. It's so good. I tried to make so one at home recently, and it just didn't turn out right. So I have to find, like, a nice powder from amazon probably that'll be like a nice latte but i just love it the cinnamon just hits the spot every time Mm, you
1: said it love me some chai especially if you add like an espresso shot or something to it to make it like a dirty chai spice it up a little or even Mm -hmm. a spiced chai (laughs) yes (laughs) so yummy uh, one that I feel like I have to mention is just apple cider. I mean, come on. That's such a given for fall, but such a goodie. Love getting apple cider from like our local grocery stores. They'll have jugs from like the apple orchards that are in the area. Great to have hot or cold. You can add additional spices to it, seasoning to it. You can add it to alcohol. Like I mentioned on one of the previous episodes, you can have it with champagne, make it an apple cider mimosa, I tend to have it uh, warmed up with like cinnamon or nutmeg added to it just to give it a little bit of pizzazz.
0: A little extra kick. Yeah, absolutely. I, my last one has to be matcha, of course, but. Of course. I do ice matcha a lot, but obviously now that it's cold, do a warm matcha latte and that's just amazing. And the trick is to get it with vanilla and with oat milk. Ooh. It's so good. You've tried it before. I think you took a sip of mine when we were at Tate in Boston, but you don't remember it. I don't remember it. I was
1: going to say I don't think I've had matcha, but if if I took a sip of it, I don't remember it.
0: But I want to try it. Yeah, it's really good. You have to figure out if you want like an earthy kind or a more sweeter kind. I personally go for the sweeter kind. The earthy is a little too much for me so I definitely yeah. go for the sweeter one and make it extra with um, vanilla oh that sounds good that'll be
1: like my good starting point for matcha and then if I want to venture out into the earthy side I can <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, the last one of my favorites that I feel like also we just can't mention or we can't forget to mention is just hot chocolate in general But you can make it a little bit fancier by adding your typical fall seasonings, your cinnamon, your nutmeg. Bailey's. Bailey's, yep. (laughs) I've also had hot chocolate with, I think it was cayenne pepper in it. So it gave it Mm -hmm. a little bit of spice at the end, and it was quite delicious. It sounds weird, but it was yummy.
0: That sounds good, actually. Mm-hmm. I have to try that. I haven't had hot chocolate since I was probably like 12 before I joined the caffeine family yes. and got addicted. but <laughs> It's
1: something that usually gets overlooked. I tend to go for hot chocolate around like Christmas time, but mm-hmm. I think it's something that you could incorporate during the fall time by adding cinnamon or nutmeg.
0: Yes, very true.
1: Now, how about some fall drinks that we've come across that we haven't necessarily tried or that we're interested in or ones that are just different and we'd like to point out? I have one. So I came across on – I think it may have been like Refinery or some other online website – but it's an alcohol fall related drink and it's orange and coffee martini. What? Now that's that sounded yummy to me because I've had orange infused chocolates and those are delicious. So an orange and coffee martini is kind of along the same lines. Now, I'm not a huge martini gal, and I don't tend to go for martinis whenever selecting from the alcoholic beverages, but it sounded different and worth trying. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I would never put those two together, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I feel like orange isn't commonly mixed with coffee, but I'm interested to try it.
0: I can't Think of one I'm willing to try, maybe a London fog. I've heard about those, but never really tried one, really. And so I'm just a little confused what it is exactly.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, what's in a London
0: fog? I feel like it's just like a tea bag with milk instead of. Water. Oh, so it's not brewed in water. Let's look it up. What the hell is a London fog? (laughs) London
1: fog. It sounds cool, and I'm a sucker for having milk in my teas, but I've never tried brewing. Tea in milk before. So that would be an interesting twist if that's what the London Fog is.
0: Oh, so I am right. It's London Fog lattes are made by combining sweetened Earl Grey tea with some steamed milk and vanilla.
1: That sounds amazing. <laughs> I can see that kind of falling into line with like the chai latte. Mm-hmm. And that it's different from a coffee, it's got a different flavor profile. Yeah, definitely. Ooh. Ooh, I'm definitely intrigued by that one. One last one that I saw that's a non-alcoholic fall drink that I've honestly never heard of, but it sounds yummy as well as a spiced apricot cider. Oh. So I don't I don't often see things that include apricot, and that's something new to try if you're not wanting to stand by the typical apple and pumpkin related fall beverages. That's something that you could do. I don't know. I really have never had an apricot beverage before, so don't know if it's going to be good or not. But hey, if, right. if you like apricot or you want to mix things up, that's
0: that's something you could try out. Okay, so now we're going to discuss Halloween movies, our favorites.
1: Yeah, to be honest, Diana, there aren't many Halloween-specific movies that I watch during the fall time. I mean, (gasps) I more so go for, like, scary or suspenseful or thriller movies, but not necessarily specific to Halloween.
0: Yeah, that's true. I think I'm like that as well. Like, my favorite, the first one I have to talk about is Beetlejuice. I've watched Mm -hmm. that so many times, even when it's not Halloween season. I just love that movie so much. I think it's just the classic. and It is. Just my sense of humor all the way, so it's definitely a good gem to watch. Absolutely, it is a classic. I do have to say I was a little bit scared by the lead character
1: (laughs) when I was younger, so I wasn't a huge fan of that movie, but I think as I've grown older, I've learned to appreciate it and not be scared of it. Uh, One Halloween movie that I do watch, and it's going to sound, again, super basic, is Hocus Pocus. But I feel like I can't not list that one. I mean, it's a classic and it's something that I just always look forward to watching on Disney Channel when I was younger and wait till that movie would come on and I would record it and then I would pause it during the commercial breaks. So then I had like the full long movie. <laughs> I didn't sell it. So it was just for myself. But I definitely think that might be like a tad bit illegal. Oh, it was pre-DVR, so like it might be a gray area.
0: I don't think it is. I feel like it's not.
1: I think I'm fine now. I
0: think like the statute of limitations on that VHS, knowing yeah, that, that I'm yeah. 27 years old, I think it's fine now. <laughs> Another one I like has to be Coraline. That's such a uh, good yeah. movie. I love it. Again, I watched this when it's not Halloween, but this is Halloween-related a little bit. It's just very creepy mm-hmm. and... Very cool, and I just love the animation, and it's just another good movie.
1: Guys, the sheer number of times that I would go into Diana's room and she would be watching Coraline in college <laughs> was outstanding.
0: <laughs> yes, very sad.
1: <laughs> hey, but if you like it, I mean, what's the harm in it, right? Right. Um, another Disney one that I liked that I feel like is super underrated and people don't really talk about was Twitches. With Tia oh, and Samara yeah, Lowry? Yes. So good. <laughs> so good. If you haven't watched it lately, watch it again. If you got Disney Plus. Actually, I don't even know if it's on Disney Plus. So
0: It should be. It should be. It, yeah. If it's not, then you need a petition for that. Yeah. But I feel like it was such a good movie. Just like an easy watching one, you know? There's two, right?
1: Yes. But I haven't seen the second one. I think it's called Twitches 2, like T-O-O.
0: Yeah. But I haven't um, seen it, so
1: I can't I can't speak to that one. But the first one was a classic. Okay. <laughs> now, how about new Halloween ones or new spooky movies that are coming out that we may be interested in seeing or that our listeners should be on the lookout for?
0: One movie I saw a preview for was called The Remaking Witches. Do you remember that movie? I haven't seen it actually, but I know the reference. So I understand like the plot, but they're remaking it and Anne Hathaway is in it. So I think that'll be interesting. Maybe take your kids to it. Maybe not. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't look at
1: the rating. I did watch the trailer for it today just because I had heard of it and it sounded familiar. But I wasn't quite sure what the storyline was. And the trailer looked good. But again, don't know what the rating is on it. I was looking up on that same list. There was, I think it was also on Refinery. (laughs) I tend to go there just for any new up and coming media related things. Uh, But one movie that was listed on there that I'm personally interested in seeing. I don't think it'll be one that I watched with my fiance. But it's called The Craft Legacy. And it's a... It's a remake as well and it's about a group of like high school girls that create or join like a coven, like a witch's coven. Oh, uh, okay. So it seemed pretty interesting and Dinah and I love everything to do with witches and we loved American Horror Story Coven, so I was curious yes. to see how it'd play out. I know it's gonna be a good bit different because it's high school based and again I don't know what the age rating was on it, but it just it looked interesting,
0: looked well done. And then the last one I'm looking forward to is the Unsolved Mysteries, the part two is supposed to be coming out this month. I'm so excited. If you haven't seen part one, it's a remake also, and it's on Netflix. You have to watch it. I just love those Unsolved Mysteries and like those murders or disappearances. I just I love it.
1: Uh, a movie that is going to be coming out that is crime related or more so serial killer related is called Alone, and I'm a sucker for any serial killer oh scary movies just because they seem so realistic and just I don't know it 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 like does harm to me by thinking about. Someone breaking into the house or kidnapping you from your car or something. But I like deep down, I love it. So Alone, that's what it's called. I hope to check that out. I've got two others that are listed on here. Um, I'm a huge fan of Maisie Williams, who played Arya in Game of Thrones. And she's starring in a movie called The
0: Owners. And I never heard of that.
1: I just saw the trailer today and it looks to be like a thriller style heist house robbery movie and has some, we'll just say some unexpected turns in it, but the trailer looked very intriguing and I hope to check that out. So that one's called The Owners. Okay. And the very last one, which I've seen commercials for and I've heard a lot of buzz about, but I don't know any information about it. It looks creepy as all get out. No pun intended, because it's made by the (laughs) creators of Get Out. But it's called Antebellum. And I I'm I'm sure you've seen the trailers for it too. Like again, I just I don't know what it's about, but it looks really well done and just hoping to hoping to catch that once it comes out. And for any of our listeners, if you have some go to Halloween movies, scary movies, horror movies, thrillers. Send us a DM on the Girls Just Want to Thrive Instagram page because I'm sure we would love to check them out. I'm in a spooky mood, so I want to watch anything (laughs) creepy. So
0: send them our way. (laughs) Okay, so our last segment is the girl to girl, and we're going to be discussing on how to stay creative or keep the creative juices flowing. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is really important because creativity, I don't know for everyone else, but for me, it relaxes me in doing something creative no matter what it is. Like this podcast can be considered a creative outlet for me. And um, I think it's important because taking your mind off work and not working all the time is just self care. So I feel like creativity goes with self care as well sometimes.
1: Yeah, I could see that. You know, what's interesting is that I'm, I really truly am not that creative of a person. That's just not really my personality type. I love to have structure and rules to follow and mm-hmm. just to execute 100% against them. So I trying to branch out from that and become more creative. And this podcast, I feel like has helped me to become more creative and try to get out of that comfort zone, that like easy comfort zone of not having to be creative, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm starting to like it better and better, but it's definitely still a struggle for me. Um, But one thing that I like to do that will keep the creative juices flowing. It's just to jot down notes of ideas or anything that comes up. So I'm often adding it to the notes app on my phone. I have so many, Mm -hmm. so many random notes on my phone of just different things that I come across, different ideas that I come up with just so I don't have to worry about Relying on remembering it, you know, just to dump it somewhere, and then I can go back to it as a reference. I feel like that's a key thing to do.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. I think as soon as you get an idea and just jot it down somewhere, mm-hmm. definitely. I think a way that I stay creative is just reading. I like to read um, different kinds of books and different genres, so I think that helps me stay creative and switches it up and. Just getting ideas from that as well is helpful.
1: Um, Another thing that you can do to kind of keep the juices flowing or kickstart the juices would be like going for a walk or running or doing some sort of exercise. Because, again, it just – it disconnects you from your typical stressors or whatever that you're worrying about and gives you that time to freely think. I feel like that's also key. Mm -hmm. I mean – Exercising is great to listen to music and different podcasts, but sometimes that can be distracting. So it's good sometimes to do exercises or walks, not listening to anything and just purely, purely be with your thoughts and yeah. the notes down of anything that comes up. <laughs>
0: The next one that I think is helpful is journaling. Journaling Mm. is helpful. If you get a journal with like journal prompts in it, I think that helps you stay creative just so you don't have to come up with what to write each time.
1: Yeah, that's something I need to try. The thought behind journaling as a whole kind of like scares me, but the idea of having some preset prompts is a little bit less daunting just because I'm not I'm not that creative or I need I need to stop saying that I need to stop saying that I'm not creative because that's only doing my it's only making it worse but I should definitely try it out to where using those prompts and see how if see if that helps yeah I think I need to just pull the trigger and just do it
0: yeah I think it helps because it just forces you to push yourself a little bit more and write down something that you probably wouldn't write down if there wasn't a prompt. Very true.
1: Ooh, I'm gonna have to try that out. I'll, I'll look up some different journals and run them by you and see if you can tell me which one's the best one to get. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Pinterest. So whenever I'm stuck, yes, you're stuck, you're the jolt, you need some assistance, I often find myself just going to Pinterest or even Google really, to be honest, just like there's anything and everything you could possibly think of or that you're stuck on, someone has also gone through. So those are nice. On the flip side of like immersing yourself in the interweb, I also find that totally disconnecting from distractions helps me personally to get more of the creative juices flowing. I feel like it forces me to look within rather than trying to fit like a creative mold that someone else has already created. So that kind of can go hand in hand with the walking and exercising without any music or anything, just looking inward. Oh, another just like simple, easy thing that I feel like I tend to be more creative on days that I really plan out an outfit with accessories makeup hair you know the whole shebang just taking that extra bit of time to kind of like snazz up or do something slightly different than your typical like top and bottom I feel like it gets me into a creative flow right off the bat that hopefully can trickle into the day something that you just don't think of but I feel like it could help I don't know yeah
0: that's possible yeah
1: and one last thing, I I know me personally, and I don't know if any of our listeners have this, but I I know that I need to work on looking at the bigger picture of things. So I quite often find myself getting so fixated on small things that it bogs me down and ultimately it gives me this sense of like overwhelming weight on my shoulders or sense of being like trapped or stuck. So stepping back and looking at the bigger picture is something that will most definitely help the creative juices. And I I know that's stepping out of my comfort zone and stepping back and looking at the bigger picture things. I know those are two things that I'm really working on, and I'm sure that others probably will want to as well. So what's our quote of the day? Okay, so this one's a little bit long, but I feel like it's a good one. It is. A positive attitude causes a chain reaction of positive thoughts, events, and outcomes. It is a catalyst, and it sparks extraordinary results.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure
1: to follow, subscribe, and share our podcast.
0: Everything will be linked in the show notes below.
1: Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Peace.